Shelf. I am your host, Renata. If this is your first time listening, each week a book lover adds a kid's book they love to our shelf by telling us all about it and answering all kinds of very normal, sensible questions. Now, I know those of you who listened last week might be wondering if I'm okay after that fall, and I am happy to say that at the bottom of the hole there were some lovely giant mushrooms and I bounced off them quite nicely and landed in a vegetable patch. I may have damaged the farmer's tomatoes, so I did apologise. The rabbit helped me get home and I have put up safety fencing all around the hole, so I guarantee you I will not be falling down that hole again. Now, let's get to know our guest for this week. Kai Garvey is the author of the adorable picture book, Easy Peasy. She is a long-time and active member of the Australian Kidlit community. Kai is also the host of Totally Lit, a literary podcast which celebrates reading, writing and story-making with fabulous guests such as Tristan Banks, Michelle Worthington and Lewis White. So many fantastic creators from the Aussie Kidlit universe. It has become a beloved staple on the lists of writers all over Australia, and we can't wait until she is back on the airwaves with us next year. Welcome to the shelf, Kai. Thank you. I've been getting a bit of a Peter Rabbit, maybe Alice in Wonderland vibe from your last adventure. There was definitely some sort of magic, but there won't be any falling down holes today. So, how did you discover your passion for writing kids' books? I went to a workshop run by Michelle Worthington. I always knew I wanted to be a writer and I had, as part of my school curriculum, had written picture books at school and I fell in love with that idea of seeing myself in print, even though that was just contact and cardboard and crayon. And so I've really always wanted to write, but always pretended like it couldn't be a real career. So I just kept pushing the idea away. And I think I've finally decided that I've grown up and figured (laughs) out what I want to be. And that's a writer. So um, yeah, so now I have my first picture book out. So here you are. And (laughs) here here you belong. What inspires your stories? I take things from my real life and incorporate them into my book. So Easy Peasy was inspired by my son, Lachlan, who he probably says, don't say my name, mum, how embarrassing. (laughs) But when he was little, he had this little tiny skateboard and he loved it so much he would take it to bed with him like a teddy bear and it would go to daycare with him and he would just sit on it and scoot himself around, but he never mastered the actual standing on the skateboard. But So that in Easy Peasy where Ruby takes her roller skateboard to bed with her at night that's inspired by him and also the relationship between dad and Ruby is inspired by my dad and I. I was an only child growing up and so all the things that I learned to do was from my parents so with dad I'd go fishing and we'd do fun runs together and Mm -hmm. I learned to ride a bike and he'd take me sailing and but roller skating was one he did with me and he would not just take me to the rink and sit on the side he would have his skates on and we'd be skating around so we would do activities together yeah got really fond memories of those times so I've been happy to put it in a book 
I just represent the relationships in my life that are important to me so that the love and the feeling is there in the writing. It's real. Do you think scratch and sniff stickers are itchy? Are we helping them? Hmm. I've never thought from the perspective of a scratch and sniff sticker. Like, do they, but we do they really be want us to sniff? Some of the time, we all get itchy. It's, it's, it's nice to get a nice back scratch sometimes oh, to relax. Isn't it? And that I don't too. know, with COVID, perhaps sniffing is a little bit too invasive as well. Oh, good point. Yes. Maybe we should be asking permission. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in this day and age of consent, that's right. You should ask permission before you scratch all and right. sniff. What does your role as a mum bring to your writing? I do feel very passionate about sharing some of my son's experiences. I have two sons with Asperger's and ADHD. Mm. I think that, yeah, we can show examples of how to help someone if they're uh, unable to communicate or tell someone how they're feeling. It's a kind of a classic sign with Asperger's or autism that you can't articulate how you're feeling, showing examples of how other kids can reach out to kids who have special needs and show some empathy and kindness. So I guess I feel as a mum of kids with special needs that I want to share that message to other people going, oh, sometimes you just need to reach out. That's right. I happen to also have a son with Asperger's and ADHD. And I really appreciate that you're someone in the world who's going to give representation to such special people. Just have to get them published. <laughs> so, well. um, and I think the stories, they're not quite ready yet. Like they need a bit more work on them. So I don't think it's that the world doesn't want to hear those stories. It's that I've just got to nail it. Mm. And sometimes you write a manuscript and you do have to go over it and over it again till that it's ready. That is definitely <laughs> part of my writing journey as well. Can you touch your tongue to the tip of your nose? Good question. Mm-mm. Not quite. Oh, close, close. Not quite. I'm not, my tongue's not quite that flexible. Okay. What do you love about kids' books in general? I love the way you can connect with kids with books. If you're at home at night with your little guys, you can read a story and they want to hear it again. And Mm. you can have a lot of fun with kids' books. And even though sometimes you may have read Harry McClary for the 20th time in one (laughs) night, I love making all the characters' voices and things like that. So, yeah, for me, it's a way to connect with children and, yeah, having fun, sharing a fun story, playing with words. Like you can really teach children to love words with kids' books. Beautiful. What is the biggest compliment you have ever gotten about your story? I gave a friend of mine a copy of Easy Peasy to take home to his three-year-old and they got home, they read it, and I immediately got a phone call on FaceTime and she sang the whole ABC song to me because she was so excited and happy and just loved the book so much. I got a serenade. I think you can't beat that as a compliment. Oh, no. Wow. That is adorable. (laughs) Which vegetable do you think is the most suspicious? I think a parsnip. Oh, okay. Why is that? Well, it's like a carrot, but it's not a carrot, so it's a little Mm. bit Yeah, they're a funny colour, aren't they? Mm. My answer was going to be carrots. Oh, there you go. They come out and they're twisted around each other. They're bending one way, they're bending the other. What are they doing? 
and they can help you see in the dark. So they're a little bit supernatural. Mm, It does have a supernatural vibe. Good point. Your illustrator. What did you think of her? What did you think of her depiction of Ruby? I loved it. I loved it. It was everything I dreamt of and more. We were really excited. My niece has glasses and her mum said to me, oh, we were so happy that Ruby has glasses because now every time we read this to Hannah, she sees herself in the book. And I didn't give Ruby glasses myself. It was all Amy's work, but it's given little girls with glasses a a role model out there, which is great. Little girls with curly hair. She's adorable. (laughs) She's so cute. And how far have you roller skated in the last year? Oh, a couple of kilometres at least. Yeah. yeah. Are I you confident? got into training as soon as I realised I was going to have a published book about roller skating. I was like, better go buy myself a pair. And I went to a thing called Roller Fit on a Friday night here at mm-hmm. our local PCYC and all grown-up people, sort of 18-plus all get go and, and learn how to roller skate and learn tricks and how to stop safely and how to fall safely and things like that. Oh. So, yeah, I go skating fairly regularly because cool. I just thought, yeah, I've got to have some street cred. If I've written about skating, I need to actually skate. So. <laughs> well, we will have to share a picture of your roller skates because I've seen them and they are very special. If a turtle threw a birthday party, do you think the other turtles would show up on time? Well, it might depend whether they're factored in how long it takes them to travel. Mm, yes. And whether they're taking public transport or walking. That's a good point, yes. Because if they have vehicles, planning. it may not actually take any longer than usual. True, yeah. If they've got turtle accessible vehicles, that would be very helpful. Do you have any special events where you can share easy peasy with the kids coming up soon? I do. I'm super excited to be booked in at Brisbane City Council Libraries in September. So from the 16th to the 30th, I'll be at Mount Gravatt Library in Japili, Anala and West End. And we'll be reading Easy Peasy and also making some shiny roller skates ourselves. That sounds amazing. You better all head down there, hey? Oh, we'll put some fun. links on our Instagram to We'd show everyone that. when and where those are. Are you ready to talk about your book? Yes. Yay. Okay. So we are here to talk about Easy Peasy, and we've already mentioned that it stars the beautiful little glasses-wearing Ruby. And where is she at the beginning of this story? She is at home, it's her birthday, and she gets wonderful roller skates for her birthday. And how old did she turn? That's a good question, you know. I think she might have been six. Oh, I think that's the right age to start trying new things. Mm. Definitely. Who gives her these roller skates? Her dad. Her dad. Yes. Okay, and her dad is very special in the story, isn't he? Yeah, I just had really two characters in the story, which is Dad and Ruby. And originally I had, it was a bit more complicated, but I had to keep pairing it back. Yeah, I did want to reflect a nice relationship between a a father and daughter as well, Mm. because I think 
those are important relationships in life. And so I wanted somebody supportive in Ruby's life that she can reach out to help for if she needs it. That's lovely. She tries on the roller skates and what is her first attempt like? Not good. Oof. But she's she thinks that it's going to be easy and that's um, she's a bit overconfident yeah. <laughs> in her skills um, and she thinks, yeah, she'll just be able to put them on and roll around and it'll be fine. And Dad's sort of in the background going, I can teach you. She's like, no, 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 I can do it. And she's a little bit, yeah, annoyed at Dad. It's like, oh, Dad, you don't know. <laughs> she wants to but, be a strong, independent young woman. Yeah, but, yeah, she, she quickly finds out that roller skating sometimes – takes a bit of practice That's and you right. don't instantly jump up on your skates. And and the same as when you're riding a bike, you don't instantly jump on the bike and cruise around the neighbourhood. It takes a little bit of time and a little bit of somebody in the background providing support. Mm. Yeah, and the mistakes are how we learn. Yes. What does she do when she realises that this is all a bit too much for her to figure out by herself. Well, originally in my first manuscript, she put them in the bin. <gasps> they went out on the street ready for curbside collection. But I, yeah, I thought that would be really funny. But <laughs> <laughs> So um, instead of putting them in the bin, we I revised it to be that she put them away in the cupboard. So the first oh, night they – they're in bed with her because she loves them so much. But after a few scrapes and bumps, the next day they go away for the night. Yeah. That's where they end up alone in the cupboard. Sad oh, roller skates. Oh, yeah. I think we've all got some things hidden away in cupboards that we don't not to think about anymore. <laughs> Forgotten yeah. hobbies over the years. Things I've we've started and then. <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly got a great big box of beads somewhere from when I thought I would make jewellery. Mm. Yeah, but you know, you can really always go it. back to anything that goes in the cupboard. Like it's that's um, true. Yeah, just because you've stopped something doesn't mean you, you can't start it again. That's right. We can always give things another go when we're ready. Okay. When does she decide? Or how do we come to her having another go? When well, do they this come is back out? A difficult situation from a writing perspective because picture books, the decision needs to be their own like the main character's that's own right. decision. So I couldn't – originally it was Dad going, come on, Ruby, try again. But that's not really we, – we really want to see the main character find the resolution and solve the problem themselves. So it took me a little bit of thinking and, and then I was like, oh, well, she just loves them. She loves her skates and she decides herself that she wants to try again and that it's okay to admit to Dad that she needs some help. That's um, a very so, brave thing to do. So, yeah, and it was the message that I wanted to share as well because I think as adults we find ourselves in situations where we do need help because the problems we have as an adult are much bigger than when we are kids, although some kids unfortunately have some really big things to face. But I think we're also brought up to be independent and strong and that we can do everything ourselves mm. and it almost appears like a weakness to ask for help when we need it. But Sometimes there's things you can only get through if you have a tribe or a village around you or even just one other person to confide in or, or share your problem with. So for me, I, I wanted to share a story where it's okay for the main character to ask someone for support. Absolutely. And even if it's just with learning how to roller skate, yeah, <laughs> knowing that you've got someone in your world that you can reach out to help for, I think is an, an important message. 
Absolutely. What does Dad say when she's ready to give it another go? Well, luckily, he knows of this amazing place called a roller rink. Oh, and he that takes her good. there. And that when when I was writing my manuscript, and I was like, "What did I really love when I was a little girl? I really loved Barbie, but I don't think I could get away with trying to write a Barbie manuscript because <laughs> tell would be all over that. Well, yeah, but, but and I they do, are. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I used to love the music and the lights and it didn't actually matter if you were there with a group of friends or by yourself, like you could still just enjoy yourself and skate around and it was keeping you fit and just I used to get a lot of joy from it and I was like, oh, I want to write. If I want a book that kids are going to love and they, I want them to read it over and over again and get joy from it, I need to reconnect with my own joy. and so that. Is, yeah, I remembered the roller rink and I was like, that's where dad's going to take Ruby. They're going to go together and learn to skate. And so they get out on the rink and they're, they're practicing. Is he holding her hands or They off? start holding hands and it does get a bit wobbly for Ruby. Mm-hmm. But as she sort of practices and they go around a few times, she starts to feel more confident. And it doesn't actually take very long. Once you've, you've gone around a few times, you start to find your feet or your yeah. skates, your wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it can be quite quick that you're skating. So they go around a few times and then dad lets go of her hand and she's doing it herself. Beautiful. Is she going to end up being able to skate so fast that she can go in the Olympics? Where are we? Where is um, she aiming for? Where are Ruby's I think dreams? That we're living in the moment. Yeah. Ruby is just happy to be Joy. whizzing around, listening to the music, seeing That's the right. other kids enjoying themselves. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not sure if she's going to aim high for yeah. um, Olympic fame. But I think there's only ice skating in the Olympics. I don't know if there's skating. Well, there should be, really. I mean, think of the outfits. It would be fantastic. It would be amazing. Music, the disco lighting, it would be excellent. What does Dad think of Ruby when she's starting to get the hang of this? I think he's proud and excited and just, I think, happy to be part of the journey. And I think that's as parents – we all love seeing our kids try something. Seems oh. like. Oh no, Renata. Oh, I think I'm going into a tunnel. So. The cave's going what? into a tunnel. But- Hello, Renata. Oh, I, I, sorry, everyone. I think we've lost Renata. I don't think she's fallen down a hole like last time, but it sounds, sounds like we've lost her. But thank you so much for listening and letting me share easy peasy with you all. I have absolutely no idea what just happened. Thank you for listening to The Endless Shelf. Follow us on Instagram at Endless Shelf Pod. Thank you to the Aussie Kidlit community for the amazing, overwhelming support we've had so far. See you next week. A tunnel? Really? Is that a thing?